Hi everyone and welcome to the Pro.Tagonist podcast, where we try to become pro at being the protagonist of our lives. My name is Monica. I'm Hima. And I'm Karina. And we are so excited to be launching episode two. Now before I make any formal introduction to this episode, I just wanted to give out a trigger warning for suicide, depression, anxiety, and other mental health problems. If any of these topics trigger you, please skip ahead. Since September is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, we want to take this episode to address mental health awareness. Before we start, here are some statistics about suicide, and our hearts truly go out to anyone listening who, is, who have lost a loved one due to suicide. Suicide is the second leading cause of death in the world for those aged 15 to 24 years old. Nearly 800,000 people die by suicide in the world each year. Suicide accounts for 1.4% of deaths worldwide. 79% of global suicides occur in low- and middle-income countries. 39 countries report having a national strategy for suicide prevention. The International Association for Suicide Prevention, also known as IASP, provides a forum for national and local organizations, researchers, volunteers, and professionals to share knowledge, provide support, and to collaborate in suicide prevention around the world. It's important to educate ourselves about mental health awareness, not just in September, but all year round. We want to take this episode to address our own personal experiences dealing with anxiety, depression, and other mental health issues. Okay, so let's get to it, guys. I guess I can start. I don't know. Um, I feel like I have... I Okay, this is so weird, but um, I don't even know where to begin, guys. There's like so much that I feel like that contributes to your mental health like at the age that we are now and I feel like a lot of what contributes to my mental health now is probably like like just how you grow up is definitely like a big impact on your mental health for sure and I don't know like I feel like in general like the situation and where you were brought up that builds who you are as a person not just like you know physically and but like also mentally and like how you approach people in certain situations stuff like that um i guess like i don't even know where to start but i guess personal anecdote i know this is pretty early but so i haven't really opened up to a lot of people about this but just like growing up like i I feel like it's something that really impacted my mental health as a kid was that I grew up like for years like around an alcoholic and like okay like that I don't know how to explain it but like that has like definitely taken a big impact on who I am today and like how I approach certain situations um like when I was a kid, I always, you know, kind of, I always felt, like, very, like, an outcast towards other people, because I always just saw other people who had, like, such amazing families, and, like, all these things, and, like, just, like, from, like, a little girl, like, I'm in elementary school, and I'm constantly wishing, like, why am I like this, or, like, why is my family, like, I have the worst life, you know what I mean? And the thing is, like, about mental health, like, not even, like, in real life but also like in movies and stuff like going back to whole protagonists and like stories and like all these things i feel like we never get to hear about anyone else's mental health 
and like a lot of the times like the stuff we face at home which is like not really portrayed like when we deal with other people like that that stuff we face at home impacts us on a daily basis and I don't like I feel like that's why I grew up with <laughs> such bad anxiety for like years like it's like constantly like I don't know I've also talked about how I'm like so bad at expressing my emotions that's why like right now I feel I feel like I sound so awkward to you guys no you're doing great (laughs) you're doing great I'm just so bad at opening up about my emotions and like how I feel about certain things but like it it all stems of like from like your past or like how you were brought up or certain like situations like sometimes it could just be like one traumatic event that like shapes who you are today and you know what I mean like I feel like me growing up with an alcoholic parent like I always felt like an outcast and I think like that feeling of like an outcast like grew up into like me today like me having like anxiety like sometimes I have such bad anxiety where like I constantly cannot stop thinking and like I low-key like a workaholic like I feel like I cannot relax at all without like getting anxiety you know what I mean like it's like it's like I've always been told like who are you to deserve relaxation or who are you to express your emotions and stuff like that and that's like something that I'm still like having so much trouble dealing with today Mm -hmm. you know I think also (laughs) especially with society these days and how everything is about oh so what are you doing oh you're just doing that oh what why like this and it's just like everyone's even though sometimes it's ourselves thinking it, but it's clearly, like, there's so many people out there that are just, like, oh, so this is what you're doing, and just so many judgments, and it's, and when you hear other people talking about, like, I don't know, their five internships, or this, or that, and everything, it's just, like, oh, am I not doing enough? Right, and, like, those are, like, that stuff really impacted me growing up, because it's, like, those are the things that, like, people didn't know anything that was going on with me, or, like, or other people like no one knows what they're going through like besides like what you see right now like I don't know what this person could be going through but everyone's so quick to make judgments about things Mm -hmm. and like the fact that everyone's just so quick to do that it like really takes a toll on you yourself I'm like dude like everyone's like I should have to be this perfect 4.0 student but like Mm -hmm. no one knows that I'm dealing with like two separate lives between going home and like at school you know what I mean exactly yeah exactly and I think it's so easy to compare yourself right now especially with the popular use of social media I'm not only talking about Instagram or Snapchat Facebook but also LinkedIn can we talk about LinkedIn Um, I'm addicted to LinkedIn no cap me too (laughs) I mean it's great seeing other people getting positions and like it's sometimes it's really motivating for ourselves to want to put ourselves out there more often but other times it can be very emotionally exhausting um just like looking at what other people are doing and realizing like oh should I be doing xyz like they're doing right and I think for me like social media causes me so much anxiety um I there have been times that like the ever since college started I have disabled my Instagram like five times for months and I always felt happier not having like the pressure of going on it and even when I go on it I just refresh it and like I don't even really read all the posts all the time you know Mm -hmm. 
it's just like i want to refresh it so it goes away even with snapchat stories i want to click through them so it goes away but i think that there's like an overwhelming amount of pressure from like all this social media to like be finding your friends and like be doing things that we like think we should be doing you know and it Mm -hmm. like it could be really hard at times to like focus on yourself when you're kind of distracted by what everyone else is doing (laughs) sorry what everyone else is doing yeah i agree with that and i actually saw this um documentary this weekend called the social dilemma on netflix I 100% recommend it to anyone who is interested about seeing how, like, social media impacts you and, like, okay, I'm, like, a tech nerd, so, like, this was something that really, really interested me, but it, like, one of the things that they said that really stuck with me was, like, as human beings, we were brought up to be pleasing, to be hanging around, like, maybe, like, 20 to 50 people our whole life, right? But like now with social media, we have thousands of people that are looking at whatever we're posting, whatever we're doing. And like, that's not normal, you know? And I feel like that's just become like what society is supposed to be like, you know? Exactly. Like, exactly. I totally agree. Um, It's just, it goes way beyond just the people we know and and honestly even on top of that you have these explore pages or public accounts and it's like not just people we know other people and it's you never really realize how connected connected that's exactly that sorry i had a brain brain fart but how connected and how many people there actually are viewing your things And it's like, who are these, like, random people that are going to be telling me, like, what I should, like, like, that are going to be making judgments about, like, what I post and, like, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just, like, always this constant, like, fear in the back of my mind every time I make an Instagram post. Like, oh, my God. Like, I just know, like, he or she's going to judge me. Or I just know, like... Yes! Mm -hmm. Yes. I don't know. I literally hate Instagram so much. Mm -hmm. Because, like, everything on that app is just so fake, you know? Like... Okay, like, for example, right, um, like, when I was, like, kind of, like, going, like, last fall semester, I was, like, going through a really rough time, and I wasn't primarily, like, really on social media at the time, right, but, like, occasional, like, I posted on Halloween, and I posted, like, a couple times in that, you know, area where my mental health was, like, all the way down here, and it's just crazy to me that like you know i'm posting these things but like no one that likes my pictures no one that follows me has any idea like what i'm going through right now and like how hard it is for me right now like outside of what you see on instagram and it's just so weird like i was like literally so depressed like one year ago today and like guess what i have like i don't know 1200 something followers on instagram and like not one not a single person like maybe besides like my close friends obviously have any idea what i was going through at the time or like even right now like any idea what i'm going through right now and it's just everything is just so superficial that like i wish it didn't exist but like at the same time like there's no way that we can like stop instagram from like you know being what it is i remember when i first got instagram it was 2012 and literally 
It was so casual. People would post pictures of like their converses shaped in like the shape of a star and like pictures of their Starbucks. Like it was so casual. And now in 2020, I get anxiety when I when I want to post something because just thinking about like what Mon said, what what people are going to send it to each other and they're going to like you know, I don't know, just, like, thinking about all a thousand plus people that follow us, like, what they're going to do with that information, like, really freaks me out sometimes, and it's I just think... so fake, bro, exactly. like, I don't understand that, I hate it so much, honestly, I might delete my Instagram sometime soon, forever. Yeah, because people <laughs> only post the good sides of their life and Mm -hmm. for me personally privacy is a comfort and I feel like sometimes my privacy is violated with social media like I don't want everybody to know sorry I don't want everybody to know what I'm doing 24 7 and I like I there are some things that I want for just me you know and I don't want to share it with Mm -hmm. the world and Instagram you know and so it's like it's like social media invades your privacy and you can't even get that comfort anymore these days no exactly and i also feel like within like especially instagram it's like oh um especially recently when everyone has been posting a lot about like activism and things like that like i've had someone like message me and be and go like oh your instagram story is just full of that like maybe you shouldn't and i was like what like i feel like it's like i feel at the end of the day a lot i i do this too but we all don't realize that our social media platform especially like instagram it's for ourselves like it's for us to put what we want on our platforms our feed like pictures that we like so if we do like that random aesthetic picture of a starbucks cup like you know and i feel like that's what it started out as because i remember in middle school like people just post everything you know i support but it slowly turned into something where it's like oh follower ratio um oh people are gonna look at this picture and think i'm ugly or how many likes do i have uh, yeah, it, it exactly. went from casual to perfection within exactly. the th- past Ex- few years exactly and like this change of not like ourselves feeling anxiety about pictures that we post or just like oh this is not this is not normal exactly and it it turns it gets a lot in someone's head too because you're just always trying to create this perfect feed like earlier this quarantine you could text like you could ask money i would literally obsess over what kind of feed i wanted or this and that just could right but at like one point i was like you know like why like if i wanted to personally do it because i really like a certain thing then yeah but at one point it was like oh my god what are other people gonna like look at my feed and see like this one picture is not matching you know Mm -hmm. so i guess it's a lot i think in general too though like outside of social media there's a lot of other factors that can trigger anxiety um Mm. personally for me a huge one is anticipation i always tell my friends oh my gosh i'm so scared to talk to blah 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 right and 
it's just the point of leading up to an event or leading up to speaking to someone new or leading up to a test leading up to really anything in my life where I freak out but the minute my pencil hits the paper or I say hello or just do whatever I was scared to do I'm fine so I think for me it's like everything leading up to that moment scares me and like really freaks me out and it it's weird because like my mind thinks about all the different possibilities and what can go wrong and what can go right and it it kind of just becomes really scary in the moment yeah I had the same experience too like I've had times where like I'll fill out an application for something and like before I even get like a response email right I just like start bawling I'm like I didn't get this I didn't get this position like I didn't get it and like I just okay like for me I just like kind of always set myself up for the worst because like it's like I'd rather be you'd rather like prepare for the worst and hope for the best right exactly but like I guess like me crying about it or it's like a little bit overboard but you know what I mean like yeah I feel I feel honestly I feel the same like I am the most not anti-social business kid but the most (laughs) non-business business business kid there is like i go into i go into the the business school gives me this is so bad the business school gives me anxiety like i go in and i'm just like that's so true career affairs internship like everything just in general and i'm just like i just can't do it's so much for me and i just get so much anxiety whether it's like um having to attend these career fairs having to go to interviews were this morning i woke up and and i got an email saying um have you registered for the virtual career fair at 10 a.m yeah (laughs) and that like reading that email gave me anxiety because i i was like i didn't do that yet and it's just it's just a lot i feel like and personally i feel like these days that um other than like school related stuff like business I overthink a lot like something happened like to like I feel like maybe just like it's like growing up and becoming more aware but um yeah I feel like when you grow up you suddenly become aware of issues that you haven't really thought of when you were younger. You become aware of that people are sorted, people judge each other, people are sorted by their grades, their looks, and their, like, perform almost like performance, I think. Like, I don't know how to explain it properly, but it's like, especially where we it's went like, to high... <laughs> yeah, it's on. like, sorry, sorry to jump in. It's like... When you're watching, like when I was younger, I watched Perks of Being a Wallflower when I was 12 or 13. Didn't understand a single part of the movie, but I recently just rewatched it and I understood all of it. And I think that the way that life goes as you grow older, you just have more experiences, more knowledge so that you like when you see something happening in like the media you kind of can relate to it just because it's been happening around you or either to you as well Mm -hmm. I think a big lesson though is along with this media and everything portraying all us ourselves 
it's just such a hard thing to be like I'm okay like I am good like I don't need this valid like I'm okay like I can go against like other people too like I feel like not not like that way but it's like this feeling of always being inferior and always thinking of your like this feeling of oh my god I'm not enough like I need to do this or just like oh my life is not as perfect as theirs or I have this or like just like things in general whether like in any aspect of life like relationships school family like I think like um sorry to cut no, you no, off no, but you go, you something go. yeah I guess like when you talk about like being inferior and things like that I just want to bring it back to like for me I of course like I have had my own share of mental problems right but like I guess like I like for me I every time like I would tell my family like okay hey like I think like there might be like you know something wrong up here but um like to them like it was always just like no like that's not a real thing like growing like my mom like and dad like would both be like come on like it's just all in your head like it doesn't like you're overdoing it like it's not a real thing mental health is like quote unquote you're being too sensitive Yeah. yeah and like I remember distinctly about like this one time like two years ago I like it was just so random but I had like an anxiety attack like at night and I I don't know what was happening right it was just so random out of nowhere my heart is just like at like 160 beats per minute and like I'm like hyperventilating because I because like I it just kept getting worse because like I didn't know why this was happening to me right and then like obviously like I knew like this is like not something right so I it was like 1am maybe yeah and I go to my parents room and I'm like can you guys like drive me to the hospital like my heartbeats just won't stop like I tried taking a cold shower I tried listening to you know classical music nothing was helping me right and then my parents were like what like you know like what is your deal like you don't have to go to the hospital for this like just try to sleep and everything will be okay and like obviously like I kept trying that and none of it worked but anyway they eventually took me to the hospital and like they they were first of all the people in the hospital did not help at all they were just like oh yeah honey you have anxiety you can go home now like after my heartbeat went down and I was like oh like thanks for letting me know right and um like and then they would like they just told me like on like after you check out from the hospital they give you like an outpatient report and they were like okay yeah like maybe go see a therapist or something or i don't know why but like i really wanted like some anxiety pill to like make me feel better but like i didn't get that um but anyway so that's what they put on the report and then um my parents were like you don't really need a therapist or you don't really need that right and then it never like it didn't really happen as often or as bad where i need to go to the hospital and i also knew how to deal with it afterwards because like before like that, i guess like that was like my first like real one but um yeah like the fact that like growing up like i've always been told that it's not a real thing you know it's just it's just a joke and it, it just makes me feel so invalidated and it's like like and i have this like constant pressure to be like this strong pillar for my family and like i remember like growing up like 
um, with my mom, like, she was, like, more emotional, right? And I was, like, not the emotional one. So, like, she just saw me, like, okay, she doesn't cry. She doesn't feel these emotions. So she's, like, strong, right? And I just felt, like, so much pressure to uphold that. So whenever I had, like, these, any sort of, like, mental problems, I'm, like, I just myself invalidate myself. I'm, like, okay, like, this is, this is a fine. Like, you know, everyone deals with it from time to time. And, like, even so, like, I was... Sorry, I keep rambling, but um, um, even so, like last semester, as I was saying, like I was going through a really dark time in my life, and I didn't know this at the time, but like one of the major signs of like depression is that you, you like literally cannot stay awake or you just fall asleep so quickly, and like for me, like I would fall asleep literally if I had less than five minutes of inactivity my eyes will close and i just always had this need to sleep and like (laughs) this is gonna sound like really bad but last october like my father passed away right and basically we had like a after death like you know like the service funeral service type of thing so (laughs) it was so long and like i like i was saying like i was depressed i literally fell asleep at like my own like dad's like funeral service because like I was just like so mentally exhausted and at the time like it was just so much like going on between like school and home and I was like I remember like I had to go from like like 40 minutes from Newark to New Brunswick at like 7 p.m. to take my midterm after like going through all my family drama and just in general like that time was just like i was so like depressed and i didn't even realize it and it was just like a whole bunch of change and all these things but like it's also something like if you're depressed like you're weird that's how i thought and i just always invalidated myself for feeling any sort of emotion because growing up that's how i've always been told to feel like and that's why i never really got to see like any psychologist or therapist for someone to talk to and like I feel like that's like really impacted me but yeah I think that goes back to what Hima said about just that feeling that never goes away of being inferior or feeling inferior and I'm really sorry to go through all that I love you but I just I think that what you're saying is so like valid and it can be really hard to reach out for help, especially when you need it the most. Like, you don't want to feel like a burden and you don't want to feel like, like, you don't, like, you want to think, like, I think it can be really hard to just take that first step to get the help that you need because you don't want to think that, I mean, at least for me, like, I don't want to think like, oh, is there something wrong with me? No, like, it's probably in my head, like, quote unquote, in my head, but like, if there is something that's like irritating you and like it's happening on a daily basis like you need to realize that you have to reach out and you have to like speak up to your parents speak up to your family speak up to the people that you love because like if it keeps going on I think that overwhelming pressure just like at at a certain point it can be a lot to take in and a lot to handle and nobody wants to go through any of that alone and there's like kind of like a difference between like I guess telling your friends and family about it I think sometimes it can be really hard to open up about 
uh, like emotional or mental trauma to the people closest to you because they're they're closest to you, right? So you don't want them to think like, oh, like you don't want them to think that you're weak or that like there's something quote unquote wrong with you, right? Mm -hmm. Like you said, Exactly. exactly. And so I think that in that way, seeing like a therapist, psychologist can be really beneficial because while you don't know them, they they're there to help you and you know that they're there to serve that sole purpose for you and that they're not going to judge you and that they've dealt with problems like this before I think when you take these uh traumas to the people closest to you it can be really hard for them to kind of figure out what to say and to lead you in the right direction as well exactly Mm -hmm. no I do agree with that because sometimes it's like you your heart hurts for your like friend or your like loved one you just don't know how to help them in the way that they need it you know obviously like it's important to check up on people and to like listen if your friend is trying to say something and things like that but I feel like sometimes the help that they need just can't be given through a friend and sometimes they really do need like to see a therapist and just really be able to talk it out but and another mm-hmm. unfortunate thing though is like I know you guys are saying like hey like go to a therapist or go to a psychologist but like like for me I'm luckily lucky to be blessed to have insurance and like you know the funds to see mm-hmm. like someone like that but like there are a, a lot of people dealing with it who can't even see a psychologist they can't see a therapist because mm-hmm. like they don't have the money for it mm-hmm. and then I see like people are like oh like you shouldn't be diagnosing yourself like self-diagnosing yourself these mental illnesses right unless you've seen a ter- therapist but like a lot of people can't afford to do that. They don't have, maybe they don't have the time to do it. They don't have the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And like, like you know, just seeing like we have so many resources, we have to see that like as a privilege for sure. Exactly. Yeah, I completely agree. I think seeing a therapist like without health insurance can be like up to, like can the starting point can be like $200, $300 for an hour. And, you know, not everybody has that kind of money or resource privilege like you said and there is this quote that I saw on Instagram that I think is like really relevant um so it says that's the stigma because unfortunately we live in a world where if you break your arm everybody runs over to sign your cast but if you tell people you're depressed everyone runs the other way that's the stigma we are so 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 accepting of any body part breaking down other than our brains and that's ignorance that's pure ignorance and that ignorance has created a world that doesn't understand depression that doesn't understand mental health and i think that goes like really hand in hand with i think there's kind of like a generation gap between understanding like the different kinds of like depression and anxiety like like not to be insensitive but I don't think like I don't think our parents would understand like the social media anxiety that we're talking about right because social media wasn't as prevalent in their time as it is in ours so Mm -hmm. there's like a lot of gaps like here and there that I think is contributing a huge amount of like mental health issues to today's society for sure and Honestly, like, I feel like, like, going off of what Karina was saying, 
not like the whole like saying oh, our parents will understand it's like sometimes growing up in that kind of environment where you don't really like they don't like you know like mental health is not that advocated or not talked about and stuff like that you yourself at one point you're just like oh what am I doing like what am I doing like no this is just temporary like I'm just gonna like you like you know there's something no I don't want to say I don't mean this in like an offensive way but you know there's something like wrong with you inside not wrong but like you know like you know like you're going through something something off yeah there's something off about you but then you you dismiss it yourself you're just like you know what like what no no I'm fine and yeah I think it's mm -hmm. so easy to ignore it exactly (laughs) me too Um, I think personally I think I brought this up to Mani the other day but ever since like second semester of college just has not been it for me like just don't know how where what started it it just not been it and like things are just very like on and off for me whether it's like I guess I just sometimes I don't even know what's wrong and I'm like you know the feeling of just there's something wrong and you just don't know what's wrong or you're trying to figure something out and you can't figure it out or you just have so many things like I look at my major and I'm just like like I'm not making this I'm sorry like if this this may sound like superficial to people or just like oh like oh you guys are talking about Instagram like that's so like I feel like there's different degrees of what people get like what I think that Mm -hmm. we all see everything in a different perspective Mm -hmm. so like whatever is upsetting us or making us anxious it can be very exactly it can vary based on Mm -hmm. the type of person you guys are and like Mm -hmm. what your life experiences are so Mm -hmm. exactly and I low-key like and I feel like it's like it's it's always ongoing like obviously there's times where we're just like oh yeah like we're in a good place now like okay, yes, I feel content about myself, I feel content about my relationships, I feel content about this and that, and then all of a sudden one day it just, you just start having thoughts again, and it just, it's kind of like a cycle, but I guess the most important thing is remembering, like, there's always, like, I don't know how to word this, but remembering that it always gets better. There's always a new day. There's always time to do better. Or it's like if know. you got there's like like if you imagine if you close your eyes and imagine a timeline, right? Mm-hmm. And you just put a little black dot on the on the timeline, like that's this moment in your life. And exactly. even though it may feel like this moment is horrible and you don't know how you're going to get through it, like mm-hmm. you will the moment will pass, like this too shall pass, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so much to look forward to in the future, but understandably it could be really hard to concentrate like on the present if things are really difficult. And exactly. I think that's something that society tends to focus on especially in the media like mon said in the beginning was physical health physical health um Mm -hmm. like physical health is also like always prioritized like your weight your bmi your height all these different factors but 
What we don't always realize is that physical physical health goes hand in hand with mental health. And mental health is harder to pinpoint because it's invisible. And you don't always know what somebody's going through. Like Mon said during like the Instagram story, like you don't know what's going on on the inside and like in another person's life, even if they're putting up a smile or putting up a laugh, like to get through the day, like it's, it can be really easy to hide it. And so it's just like really important to always be kind to people. I remember in eighth grade, um, my friend, like I was telling her like, oh my gosh, like we should always be kind to people because like we never know what they're going through. Like I literally word for word said that to her. And at the end of our drama class, she came up to me and she just started crying. And I was like, oh my gosh, what's wrong? And she told me that like our other friend had just been diagnosed with cancer and like nobody really knew about it because it had just happened and everybody was kind of just like trying to be positive and trying to be happy. But there's also a thing called fake positivity, which like in that case, you might as well throw throw away the positivity, you know, like it's okay to like feel your feelings and to not like not be positive and happy all the time. Like if you're upset, like I think it's okay to cry and let it out and Mm -hmm. you can't always like be that happy person. Like you can see the silver lining to situations, of course, but like not every moment in your life is going to be a happy one and that's exactly. I think that truth is kind of hard to accept sometimes mm, no exactly I actually saw an Instagram post the other day and it was exactly what you said it was like sometimes we always it's like be happy this that but um sometimes it's like you're sad and you have to feel that sadness and sometimes you're mad you have to feel that madness you, I think a big thing is whenever we're upset or anything that happens, um, my mom, like, if we go downstairs and we're just having an off day, like, my my mom kind of, like, she realizes and stuff like that, but she, like, sometimes goes, like, be happy, like, why, why do you need to be sad, like, what's wrong, like, you know what I mean, just like, oh, yeah, there's nothing, you have everything, you don't need to be sad or just be happy it's like what's like we're all here together like you just have to be happy and like I feel like I love my mom of course no like no no hate towards my mom if you watch this <laughs> so funny but um so anyway this is funny because my parents are walking and I just saw them outside of my window as I said this but um <laughs> like I love my mom and stuff like that right but like it always annoyed me whenever she said, oh, just be happy, just be this, because you know what, it's like, sometimes I want to be mad, and I want to be sad, and I don't, I don't want to have to put up a front in front of my family where I'm happy 24-7, and like, I spend the time in my room, like, I don't know, like, doing random stuff and not crying because I'm behind in all my classes, or just like, just because something happened, or this, or like, you know what I mean, like, I just, holding in emotions is worse for you than releasing them and like basically toxic positivity for those of you who don't know what that is it's the idea that we should focus solely on positive emotions and the positive aspects of life Mm -hmm. and like the way I see it is like sometimes like like yeah I think it's really easy to like think about and compare yourself to other people and like say oh yeah like other people have it worse and of course we're thankful for all our privileges like 
all the basic human necessities that we have but but like we're also allowed to feel upset and allowed to like you know allowed to just feel our feelings because not everything is going to go smoothly all the time and we're supposed to make mistakes that's how we grow if if we didn't make mistakes like our lives would be so constant and you would always know it was going to come next so it's like really important to make mistakes and fail and even though those kind of relate to these vulnerable emotions it's important for you to experience those you know like I think a big part of like I don't even realize this like I've been realizing this like lately but like we're okay this podcast is what like mostly like high school college like right it's geared towards anyone but like most of our listeners right this is where we're growing up we're making mistakes and it's like something that you like, as long as you're learning from your mistakes, it's fine. Like, that's life. Like, you know, we're all just, like, growing up together. And um, I, sell, I say this to Mani a lot. Like, I'm just like, Mani, it's okay if you take a day off or, like, you know, you don't do as much work, you know? Mani? So I wanted to actually talk about, like, the whole, like, the dot in the timeline thing. But, um... Yeah, like, there's been, like, definitely times where I, like, like when, like, I had, like, really, like, bad periods in life where I would just be like, yo, what is the point of, like, me even being here, right? But, like, putting it into perspective of a timeline, like, there is so much for you to experience, mm-hmm. like, just besides, like, however old you are, like, you're, what, what are you, like, 17 to 20 years old? Like, you there have so, so much, much left of life to exactly. experience and, like, you know these moments these like lows that you have in life like they're important Mm -hmm. and i'm very grateful to even experience them because i am so much stronger of a person like today in september 2020 than i was in september 2019 and that's on growth The reason why I wanted to say this is actually like before like I said like I was like had this like depression wave or whatever is before that I was like living like my best life I was like it was only like highs for me and I was just so happy and then all of a sudden things like you said like they flip you know out of nowhere right and I guess like you have to you can't expect to be happy all the time for sure but even though like that happened to me I mean, like, still, like, I have my sad days, bad days sometimes, right? But, like, like, look, these things, they shape you into who you are. And, like, that's, like, the type of person, like, all these experiences is what made me who I am today. And I am so much stronger than I was yesterday. I'm so much stronger than I was a couple seconds ago. Like, like, that's, like, it's not about, like, you know, this one moment because, here we are we're only so young and there's just so much left for us to see and there is always always gonna be a way a way out okay like i promise you there's like never not gonna be a way out okay things get better and there are so many reasons like mon said that you Mm -hmm. should stay put like just think about it you haven't walked down the aisle yet there are so (laughs) many feelings you we haven't felt like like having like your dream job you know there's so many people who we 
have not met yet that we're supposed to meet you know and so many dogs we haven't pet yet so many ice cream flavors to try i hate dogs what okay so many cats so many cats for you to pet like there are so many life experiences out there and no matter how minuscule they are like they are leading you in the direction your life is supposed to go like Mm -hmm. the way I met some of my closest friends today are in like the most randomest ways ever like it's crazy it's crazy like for one of my classes I was interviewing a pliables manager and she gave me like this guy gave us like these cans of C4 and me and the other girl was like, oh, I'm so excited to bring these C4 cans back to my dorm to, like, share with all my guy friends. And as a freshman, it was, like, the second week of college, and I had no idea what to do with them. I don't drink energy drinks, so I just carried them back with me to my dorm. And when I walked into my hall, like, this kid came up to me, and he was like, can I have those? And that's how we became friends, you know? It's, like, the really small moments in life that lead you to the greater things that you never really recognize and to go off of that I just wanted to say like something that I like one of my teachers last semester told me to do not just me but like my whole class every day before you go to sleep write down three things that you're grateful for like that is supposed to help you like tremendously because there is always something that you should be grateful for just think about like you listening to this you have like the privilege to listen you're part of the 40% of the people in the world who even have access to internet like there are just so many things in the world that you should be grateful for and another thing that helped me like just I just want to tie back to like some things that helped me get through like these times um was definitely meditating when I had like anxiety like I mean I still deal with anxiety today but like meditation has really really helped me clear out my my thoughts and like just it allows you to like be more in tune with your surroundings and your observations and us just constantly being on our phones all the time like that's so quick to like forget about like our surroundings like some classes like we start class by having four minutes of silence like no phone no nothing just observing the world around you so I know meditation, like some people think it's a joke, but like honestly, it helps so much. Mm-hmm. Writing out your emotions and all these things, like there are so many ways for you to like deal with it. And like I'm not saying it's gonna be easy, but I'm just want you know just want to put it out there. Exactly. No, exactly. Also, I want to say, um, like I I used to think that meditation was just yoga, but I realized that meditation can really be anything that just kind of calms you down. Um, Like, it can be muscle relaxation, it could be reading, it could be drawing, it could be praying. Just, like, a moment of time that you have silence to, like, think about your thoughts and, like, not really focus on the past, the present. I mean, the past or the future. Only focus on the present moment. And Mm -hmm. so, like, don't think, like... It's not easy, though. Like, a a lot of people think it's, like, not... It's, like, super easy, but, like... It's supposed to be hard in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's supposed to train your brain to think, like, that you can focus on this present moment and, like, that mm-hmm. you don't have to, like, be overwhelmed with every, like, the worries of the future and the past. Like, you can do everything you put your mind to right now. Also, a great app for meditation is Headspace. Not sponsored, by the <laughs> way, but Headspace is a really good app. Mm-hmm. If you want to have, like, daily reminders of meditating, just, like, 10 minutes a day 
really makes a difference like i suggest everyone to try it out no matter what you're going through Mm -hmm. it's so good yeah something else that helped me um was just like thinking about how emotions are waves and we can't stop them from happening and we can't stop us from like crashing in them but as long as you remain a balanced surfer you can ride it out and you can go back to like your normal life and you can go back to like how things were and it, it's really like it can go up and down like your life it, your life is not stagnant at all yeah. your life is a business cycle <laughs> oh my gosh yes <laughs> i don't know if you if, if you two watched um teen wolf but there's this um quote from teen wolf that's called regression to the mean and it stayed with, i watched teen wolf what like back like it's been so long but it stayed with me till this day it's called regression to the mean and it basically means nothing can be too good and nothing can be too bad at the end of the day it will always go back in the middle like we're always in the middle so you know like we'll have highs we'll have lows and obviously like we're not trying to like as we said we're not trying to like romanticize life or like we're not trying to be like you know like how we were saying oh yeah like there's so many small and big like it's true though like there's so many things out there and like life is so big beautiful like and name like, one person who hasn't experienced something bad or exactly. something good you know mm-hmm. it happens to the best of us you know we all deal with our own problems yeah, and exactly. our own stories exactly and like hopefully that like you know, these these tips that Monty and Karina gave and this episode will really help everyone realize that, you know, sometimes living in the moment is honestly the best kind, you know? And maybe our tips didn't help or like we're just we're not professionals, yeah, obviously, honest. but we, oh, yeah, we just wanted to give you like some insight because like mm-hmm. here, like we want to show you that people do face things mm-hmm. and, you know, you're not going through anything alone mm-hmm. and just to Make sure you treat everyone kindly, and most importantly, you do matter. Exactly. Even you if I don't know never you, never alone, ever. Yes. Like yeah. your life is impact. Like you have impacted so many lives. Mm-hmm. Just like think about that. Just remember that you've impacted my life just by listening to this. So uh, yes, thank you so you, much. You've made a person's <laughs> day better just by listening to this. All three of us. <laughs> but for real, like this episode is really for us to share about our life and what we've been going through but we hope that like other people like you really do take a listen and you really do get either we helped you or we not or it's just a platform for you to just think about things or maybe you'll listen to this and never forget about it but at least in the moment you think about something or we created some kind of impact or not but (laughs) on that note Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, we really hope you got something out of this. But yeah, um, follow us on Instagram at pro.tagonists. And we upload every Tuesday on Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Music. Also, if you want references for our statistics said earlier, you could DM us or anything. We have the links. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.